0: Welcome
2: to Computer and Technology Radio, with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Marcia is off. Uh, she's in Austin, Texas, uh, attending a conference over there. Uh, but we have a terrific show for you today, as always. Uh, just waiting on um, my dear friend, Candice Cameron Bure, who is going to be with us in just a sec. She is actually in rehearsal at Dancing with the Stars. She's one of the new guests of Dancing with the Stars, or cast members, rather. And so Candace will be with us shortly. And we'll find out all about what's going on with that, social media, and all kinds of stuff. And it looks like she's calling in now. Uh, and in just a little bit, uh, after um, the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about a new social networking app called Tower uh and that should be very interesting to see where we are with that. So uh we have a great show for you today. We're gonna to talk some gaming, some movies, uh all kinds of tech stuff. And if you want to call us, we're at eight six six WS Radio. Uh you can get me at RealMarkCohen Cohen or Marsha who's not with us today, at uh Marcia Collier. And uh I think Wade, do we have Candace with us? Okay, he's get he's about to get her, so we're uh, gonna find her. Also you can get us at Gmail, Mark and Marcia at Gmail and i think candace we we have candace uh right well uh let me tell you just briefly we don't have enough time cuz i know you're busy today to go through your entire introduction cuz it would take me like 3 hours to talk about everything that candace does uh let's see she's an author of a uh, new york times bestselling book which is now balancing it all oh she does two or three movies a year television um oh yeah and she's the, one of the newest members of dancing with the stars candace welcome Oh, thanks how are you, you are you f-
3: be in between rehearsals
2: i know and i <laughs> thank you st- I, my
3: first dance.
2: I and i appreciate so much you taking the time because i know you're doing what like four hour rehearsals a day
3: yeah that's what they're tapping us at uh for the first few weeks so we don't injure ourselves but um i'm looking forward to when we have more time <laughs> to practice four hours goes by so fast
2: that's crazy. Now, for those of you who don't know Candace, which is much of the world, you only know what you know about her. She's in great shape. I mean, she's an athlete. The whole family are basically athletes. And I know you do mud runs and you do all kinds of really cool stuff. Uh, how do you, tra- you know, we'll get to tech stuff in a second, but how do you train for dancing? You know,
3: um, if the training just comes on the dance floor. Um, just like you mentioned, I mean, I work out at the gym and I do a lot of uh, heavy lifting. Uh, that's what's really fun for me to do. But um, my cardio is not so great, so <laughs> that it's just getting on the dance floor and moving nonstop for four hours. Um, but the 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 dance that I'm doing first, which is a contemporary dance, it's great. There's a lot of lifting involved and and a lot of squats and it's kind of this like animalistic type of dance style so my training that i've already done has come in really handy for this type of dance so that part i feel really good about
2: now you're not a trained dancer i mean you know and and as i i heard you interviewed and i've seen you dance and you dance at parties is this kind of a scary
3: thing to do oh totally (laughs) i'm not a professional dancer at all and i don't have any dance experience so Um, it is very nerve wracking, but I'm having a blast doing it. And I, that was part of the interest in doing the show is just doing something that I've never done and seeing what my body's capable of and, and competing. And, uh, so, you know, all I can hope for is just that I do my best and not, um, you know, not worry about all the other contestants at this point.
2: Well, I I have to say that, you know, since we're a tech show and and you're a huge part of social media and the things you do, Twitter, you have, you know, 260,000 or something Twitter followers and half a million likes on Facebook and such. So you're someone that's used social media extremely well. This has got to help on Dancing with the Stars because the audience votes, right?
3: The audience does vote. So social media is absolutely key to this type of show. And for the people who aren't on social media, because uh, some of the uh, participants aren't—I know, like Billy D. Williams, he's not into Twitter. Or I don't even know if he has a Facebook page. So the show will start one for you, and they encourage you to engage your fans that way. But I'm—I'm I'm really happy that I have a decent-sized audience. Uh, a couple of the other people on the show—they have made you know, well over. Um, a million or two followers on their on their Twitter Twitter account. So mine is kind of small compared to theirs, but um, it helps. I mean, you have to you have to have it to reach out and get the votes.
2: So we need to do what when you're on the air. We need to vote like 60 times a night or something.
3: Pretty much. Yes, I, I will be texting you begging for votes. <laughs> you stay on your phone for the full
2: hour i will do that Morning. i will not leave whatsoever and dancing with the stars is it one night a week now or how many nights a week is it
3: it's one night a week it's on mondays and it starts march 17th
2: we are very we i am very proud of you when you know not for just this but for all the things that you do in life but this is really quite an accomplishment and uh, i know candace wanted me to be her partner but I just didn't want to take the spotlight away from her because I'm such a great I know, dancer. I'm
3: so disappointed. So I disappointed. know, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: uh, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about the social media and your use of social media. And it's funny. And, and sometimes I read some of the posts that you put on Facebook and things. And you and I are similar in that we can get a thousand people that really like what we're doing. But then you get that one really mean, nasty person and you want to go, why? You know, so you've talked about this recently. Give us your opinion on using social media and, you know, does everybody have, I guess, you know, it's free speech and all, but do people have the right to really be nasty and mean in social media?
3: Well, I mean, anyone has the right to act the way that they want to, uh, whether it's kind or loving or appropriate is, you know, another question. And I've found that my Facebook has really grown over the last year uh, more and more people are being outspoken with their opinion in negative ways, or um, and and not being very kind in it. And it is it is hurtful when you read those comments. And because I, I do run my own Facebook page, nobody else runs it for me. But I've I've had to not read as much. And I recently uh, blogged about it uh, on my website. Because it just, it gets nasty. And then there's a point where I go, I don't really know that I want to share this much because I know I'm going to get so many negative comments. And for me, it's not one, it's not ten, it's hundreds. And that's when it really starts to affect you. And you're like, is this kind of worth it or not? Um, And, you know, I feel like the more, uh, especially celebrities or people in the public eye, the more that we are... Open with our lives, the more people feel that they have a right to express their opinion and a right to almost demand an explanation as to why you're doing things. And that's the part that I'm, I'm struggling with, uh, you know, to go. How, how much am I able to share so that I can, I can find a balance in being open and honest with my fans? Because I love the the interaction. I love the um, being able to talk with people but obviously i don't like it when it's
2: negative or mean or rude and i agree and i and i have to say that there are and you as you mentioned you mentioned you do your own facebook and such you know a lot of celebrities don't do that they hire somebody to answer you know they've got a publicist that does it for them and and that's notorious in hollywood for doing but you really take the time to read and to respond to as many things as you possibly can and with your life let's see three kids movies you're making dancing with the stars writing how do you do it all and, and buy by Candace's book, because that's, I guess, how it'll tell. But
3: Balancing it all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do I do it? It's. I mean, it, it really is just about putting priorities in place. And when it comes down to it, you know, my family comes first. And, and then all the work. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, Facebook's not the most important thing in my life. Neither is Twitter. And so that's the part where you have to go, I, I just need to back off a little bit. And it's so easy for me to be able to, you know, throw out a tweet from my phone or or post something quick on my Facebook page. But, you know, the truth is I I do have a lot going on. So to sit there and read thousands of comments is not the priority on, on my list if i'm bored and i got some time to spare it's fun to read those comments
2: and you know i know we don't have much time with you because you got to go back to the rehearsal but talk to me just briefly about you've got three great kids i met your kids they're wonderful and and uh, natasha wants to be an actress and follow in your footsteps what do you let the kids do in facebook and social media do they do twitter
3: well right now natasha's the only one that has an instagram account And she's a person, you know, on Facebook, but just a personal page. Uh, My boys are not on any social networking, and that was actually a school decision that they were not, they're not allowed to be on it. Uh, And so I I actually really, really love that. So I don't have to fight with my kids Mm -hmm. because it really does preoccupy so much of their time. They get so obsessed with it, and it takes away, detracts from the schoolwork. So, really, it's, it's high school, it's ninth grade, where that will even open up for my boys to be able to do. Um, I just, you know, I, I think it's fun. Natasha has a, already has over 10,000 Instagram followers. She's got this, oh, gosh. This, you know, this great little following. And so she uses it for really good, positive things or just fun, girly things. And, I mean, she knows what's appropriate, what's not. Of course, I monitor it. But, you know, she really knows how to use it well, and is engaging um, her audience on there. I don't feel that she's ready at 15. I don't think that there's a reason for her to be on Twitter at this point, but sharing pictures on Instagram and little short video clips is great.
2: Well, uh, Candace has got to leave us in just a second she's got to go back and dance. But tell us real quickly where we can buy the book. Give us your website, and tell us when Dancing with the Stars starts.
3: Okay. Uh, well, my 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 most recent book, Balancing It All, is available in all major bookstores or Amazon.com, I and mean, we miss everywhere. And um, my website is CandiceCameronBuret.net, and you can see me on Dancing with the Stars starting March seventeenth. And It'll all nice.
2: our all our audience, better vote. Candice, thank yes, you, sweetie. Thank I you appreciate so. you taking the time out to do this. Good luck. We're going to be watching you, and we hope you win.
3: Thanks thanks for having me, Mark. Anytime. We'll talk soon. Take care. Thank
2: you. Bye-bye. We'll be back shortly with more cool stuff. Don't go away. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio and WS Radio. We are the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier Here's a story about a typical small business owner. While in the process of filing employee taxes, he sat down to fire up his computer. Guess what happened? That's right, the dreaded blue screen. All of his QuickBooks as well as business data crashed. He took it to a computer repair shop, and like most, they could not do data recovery. He was in a panic. He was on a deadline. Fortunately, the PC shop was a partner with Advanced Data Recovery and recommended he give them a call. One quick conversation with ADR is all it took. Advanced Data Recovery walked him through the process step by step. Long story short, he did get all of his data back. He made the tax deadline and Advanced Data Recovery saved the day. He wasn't given ridiculous price ranges or sent to a shady drop-off location. If you've lost data from your hard drive, RAID, NAS, or any other media device, call or visit them today. Mention the promo code MARK to save $100 off their expedited service or $300 off their 24-7 emergency service. Call 800-450-9282 or go to ADRdata.com.
0: Talk, talk to me.
1: WSradio.com.
2: Welcome back to computer and technology radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier. And welcome back. Marsha is in Austin, Texas, and I'm sure she'll give us a report on the uh, conference when she gets back next week. Special thanks to Candace for being on the show with me because she literally had to get pulled off the dance floor from dancing with the stars to do it. So if you are a uh, fan of dancing with the stars and Hey, who isn't, I don't dance at all, but I like the show, uh, vote for Candace when she comes on and, uh, hopefully she'll win it because she is a sweet, wonderful girl. Uh, Okay, and now it is the time where we scour the universe, the planets, and the golden whatever-the-ball-is-they-give-it-dancing-with-the-stars for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Uh, okay, if you are looking for a gigabit router... And we're always looking for routers. I'm always changing routers to, to see where the fastest, the best, the strongest. Uh, and here's one I have not physically tested myself but has gotten quite good reviews. It's called TrendNet. They've been around for a while. It's their N900 dual-band wireless gigabit router. It's the model number is TEW. 692GR. This is at Amazon. Uh, you can get two, f- um, two day free shipping with this if you have Amazon Prime or uh, regular shipping is free as well. It, again, it's a 900 megabits, uh, wireless throughput, all gigabit wired ports. It's got dual band technology, which generates two separate 450 megabits per second wireless and network at the same time. So it gives you 900 M uh, megabits. It's energy saving. It has the Green Net technology. Comes with a three-year warranty. Uh, very easy to set these up. Routers today, you know, it used to be complicated. When you had a router, it was and you didn't know anything about technology. It was tough to get these things set up. Now it's very simple. You go through your browser and the. Pretty much walks you through the steps. This is originally, uh, let's see, it was originally $135. It is now available at Amazon for $44.99, again, including free shipping. And that's a great buy if you're looking for a new router. It comes with three antennas. And because I've had uh, the last, oh, if you've heard me talking about it on the show before, multiple issues with my Internet service at home and my router and everything else that's going on, I had a chance to talk to one of the phone company guys who works on DSL and was talking about all the issues I was having. And he said, who is a guy who's worked a lot uh, with these kind of things, that routers that come with the antennas are better for your reception than routers that don't come with antennas. And most of the new routers actually don't come uh, with antennas on it. Um, So this is, again, the TrendNet N900 dual-band wireless gigabit router. It's the TEW692GR, available on Amazon, normally $135, $44.99. That includes free shipping. And that is the buy of the week. Uh, and tweeting, let's see, thanks, uh, Marvin, thanks for enjoyed the interview for, uh, with Candace Cameron, I appreciate it. Uh, let's see, Uncle Bill said, uh, the premiere on our, uh, Sharknado 2 is July 31st, 2014, uh, so thanks Uncle Bill for that. Um, and ER Computer is, uh, listening to the show as well. So, um I'm looking forward. Wade, did you ever get a chance to watch, uh, Wade, you there, to watch uh, Sharknado, the original?
1: Yeah, I am afraid I am about seven years behind on any media
2: well you're going to have to watch it because we'll try to get uh uh anthony ferrante who is the director he was on with us last year uh when sharknado uh, the original came out and this one is being filmed in new york As i said on the air i'm I'm devastated that i didn't get to be eaten by a shark because it was filmed in new york and i'm sure he would have called me instantly to be you know one of the top people to be eaten and
1: uh so I would have been tuning in to sci-fi back in the day if it would have existed, and now I'm kind of frustrated that it's there and I don't have time for it.
2: Yeah, I know. It's tough. TV is uh, all-consuming and stuff. Uh, but in any case, so that's coming up. Thank you, Uncle Bill, for uh, July 31st, 2014. Well, I'll be by our TVs watching that. Uh, also, I ran across an, an interesting article about inventors through time that for the most part, we probably haven't heard of it before, but in, invented some really creative things. I think it was kind of a fun list, so I thought I would tell you a little bit about it. The number one, and this, this one kind of gives it away by his name. Uh, Wade, do you know Clarence Birdseye?
1: I can't say that I do, but I could take a guess as to what he did. Okay, go ahead. Um, found some way to f- uh, quick-freeze food. You got it.
2: Clarence Birdseye of Birdseye Foods, that was an easy one, uh, used his technology to flash freeze foods that produce much fresher and better results than the slower methods of freezing. Uh, Marked the beginning of the frozen food industry as we know it today. And, of course, uh, Birdseye is still a popular brand of uh, frozen food. So he created the first frozen food technology, which was pretty cool. Um, Then you got a guy by the name of Samuel O'Reilly, uh, this is not my thing, but he created the electric tattooing machine. And if you've ever been, I guess, to a tattoo parlor, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it was a technology that really hadn't evolved very much since its original. Uh, he apparently began tattooing in New York City in the 1870s, which is a long time ago for starting with the, uh, tattoos, operated a small tattoo parlor for there for several years, and his tattoo machine was the first of its kind to operate on electricity, which is hard to imagine, based on the rotary technology developed by Thomas Edison. So that, you know, talk about one of the really early first technologies. Who knew it was, uh, uh, a tattooing type of thing? Uh, I know Wade, you're all tattooed up, right? You oh,
1: oh. I've got plenty of space available, let's say. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. Uh, okay,
2: then you got a guy by the name of Ermel Ernie Fraze, F-R-A-Z-E. He created the soda can pop top which is pretty cool. Think about how often we use that as an invention. Um, he was the inventor of the soda pop top, uh, and he t- tried to improve a beverage can in 1959, then again in 1965, um, and then more Americans had adopted the new improved can, and his original design involved a pull top opening that's separated from the can, which eventually evolved to the, you know, kind of the push and taps that we use now. But, you know, you think about the things that people have invented and the common easy things. I remember I knew a guy once that had made a fortune, you know, that when you go into the hospital and you have the drip, hopefully none of our listeners have had this experience, but you've probably seen it, where they, you know, they give you the intravenous, um, you know, drugs or whatever it is you need. And there's a little piece of plastic that regulates the dropping in the fluid. And he invented that little, I don't remember his name, but he invented that little piece of plastic, which, of course, has saved a lot of lives and and helped people live uh, medically. So, you know, it's amazing how many things come out that you don't really think about. Now, Now, this is one of my favorite: Alfred Fielding and Mark Chavannis invented bubble wrap. I mean, what? how many of us have not spent, Three-hour, well, maybe I'm revealing too much about my life and how lonely it is. But A few three, moments. Yeah, I mean, those moments where you just pop it, right? I mean, forget the fact that you use it for packing. That's the whole invention. But how many of those just love to pop bubble wrap? And uh, apparently he invented it. Uh,
1: Very cool. Um, can I jump back to something just yeah, real quick sure. about the pop top? Uh, to share something that a lot of people are unaware of. But that pop top tab has a hole in it. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason it does is if you pivot the pop top over the opening, that hole becomes a straw holder. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And so so it's something built in that most of us are oblivious to and never use. You know, it's funny now that you're talking about the, the straw or the hole for the
2: straw. It reminds me, tweet me if you remember, it's real Mark Cohen, if you remember straws with chocolate inside of the straw. I had this conversation with a friend recently who's a little younger than I am, and the concept was that you took the straw, you put it in a glass of milk, if you were a kid or an adult, I guess, and as you sipped through the straw, it turned into chocolate milk because a hunk of chocolate was in the middle of the straw. Wow. And now that was a wild one. Uh, I have to say I I thoroughly appreciated and enjoyed that as a a big fan of uh, chocolate. Uh, Then you've got um, Garrett Morgan, who invented the gas mask, hair straightener, traffic signals, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he had apparently only an elementary school education, yet he was one of the most prolific inventors. Uh, the gas mask, which I guess has saved a lot of people's lives, uh, hair straighteners, and again, as I said, modern traffic symbol. His patented breathing machine led to the prototype of the gas mask used in World War One, uh, equipment that saved countless lives during uh, toxic gas warfare. That was Garrett Morgan. Again, people that you probably have never heard of that did some amazing things. Um, John Walker invented, let's see, matches you ever think about this kind of stuff? You know, we use matches all the time, and you just never know what they're going to be used for. But apparently during a chemical experience, experience, he inadvertently created a paste that would burst into flame when scratched against a rough surface. He started selling matches made from cardboard sticks in 1824. Uh, His patent, unfortunately, uh, wasn't a breakthrough product. And a guy by the name of Sir Isaac Holden eventually gained fame for the invention. But in 1824, he invented matches. And, uh, again, one of those products that you use all the time that you don't think about, you know, how did this really come about? Um, then you've got Mary Phelps Jacob. For all women out there, uh, she invented the modern brazier. Uh, feeling that corsets would be passe, she developed a more comfortable, less constrictive women's undergarment, and she invented the modern bra in 1914. She was actually in New York social life who wanted to create a garment more in line with the fashions of the day, uh, and soon after she patented the bra, uh, grew weary of running the business and sold the patent to Warner Brothers, and I don't know if that has anything to do with Warner Brothers, the movie, for $1,500. Uh, over the next 30 years, so this is, again, from 1914 but the following 30 years, they made $15 million off the invention she sold for
1: $1,500. Hey, Mark, uh, great stories. Can I interject something? Yeah, of course. Um, let me just let people know I do a regular show, Leadership Insights Radio. And what I do on that show is interview CEOs of successful companies and other entrepreneurs about how they were successful. And here is a common theme that I'm seeing in all these interviews. Number one, solve your own problem. Right. And then share that solution with the world. Number two, find two separate areas of your life and see if where they intersect creates a new opportunity. So I just wanted to throw that in. Thank you. Appreciate it. Coming up
2: next, What is Tower, the new social media networking app. We'll be right back. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio. we WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
1: You are listening
2: to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Here's a story about a typical small business owner while in the process of filing employee taxes, He sat down to fire up his computer. Guess what happened? That's right, the dreaded blue screen. All of his QuickBooks as well as business data crashed. He took it to a computer repair shop, and like most, they could not do data recovery. He was in a panic. He was on a deadline. Fortunately, the PC shop was a partner with Advanced Data Recovery and recommended he give them a call. One quick conversation with ADR is all it took. Advanced Data Recovery walked him through the process step by step. Long story short, he did get all of his data back. He made the tax deadline and advanced data recovery save the day. He wasn't given ridiculous price ranges or sent to a shady drop-off location. If you've lost data from your hard drive, RAID, NAS, or any other media device, call or visit them today. Mention the promo code MARK to save $100 off their expedited service or $300 off their 24-7 emergency service. Call 800-450-9282 or go to adrdata.com.
0: The key to a successful business is astute and solid promotion. Instant Imprints offers limitless solutions and everything you need to promote your business, event, or cause. From T-shirts to banners, trade show displays, mugs, business cards, we can imprint on anything from pens, golf balls, clothing, vehicles, and any type of customer giveaways. In order to grow, you must promote and Instant Imprints is your full-service company to help you in all of your marketing and promotional needs. Locally owned and operated in prices that will be music to your budget and a turnaround time that will make you smile. Two San Diego locations to serve you, downtown and in Mira Mesa at Flanders. It's Instant Imprints for all your promotional needs. Remember our name, Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints. There are no poems written about mailing and shipping. There is no Hall of Fame dedicated to shipping. Most people don't wake up and yell, I can't wait to ship today. No, shipping is not supposed to be exciting. It's just supposed to work. That's the idea behind Indicia. For over 25 years, Indicia has been offering shipping and mailing software solutions for online sellers, warehouse shippers, office mailers, and home mailers that's smart and efficient. Indicia, simple as that. Visit Indicia.com slash radio. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash radio.